This episode of the Secrets to Success podcast is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is a unique combination of superfoods that delivers quality nutrition to the world in a remarkably easy to mix fashion. Hundreds of thousands of women and men use Organifi products to sleep better, get their energy back, and achieve their weight loss goals. You've been rocking with us all year, so we want to bring you the best. Use the promo code SUCCESS at Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and receive 20% off your order. This episode is also brought to you by Breathe University. If you've been listening to this podcast and you've not yet joined Breathe University, here is your opportunity. We've reintroduced our $20 membership level just for this holiday season. Get access to three on-demand courses taught by ET himself and also join our 2,000 plus member community of like-minded people. Come out to our BU meetups. Just be a part of something that will help bring the best out of you. Go to breatheuniversity.com today and sign up now. And now to today's show. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? This is CJ here. Listen, man, thank you guys so much for an amazing 2018. You guys shared the podcast. You showed love. You supported. You came out to the events. And, man, for that, we are forever grateful. And we look forward to bringing you guys brand new episodes, brand new content in 2019. But for now, enjoy the best of 2018, all right? This is some of our funniest moments, some of our deepest moments, just a mashup of everything we did in 2018. And um, like I said, 2019 is gonna be the best year yet. So we look forward to you guys joining us. Blessings and happy holidays. Here's the number five clip from 2018. Again, I can't tell you that the pain disappeared, but I don't, I, I don't remember, I don't recall the pain as much, just by changing my focus. So what's he saying? Like, yo, you have the power to change your focus over anything or any situation right this second. Like you yeah, could and I literally think one just. One of the things, Ian, maybe you could speak on it is like, to, in order to be happy, in order to be high, you know, every day this euphoria that Carl is talking about. I think you have to be very intentional and deliberate, right? Like, I think stress and all of those other things is like a default setting because you're human, right? And so, like, we we can feel, you know, overwhelmed. We can feel those feelings of inadequacy, stress, and all of those things. Those are kind of like a default. Like, you don't have to, like, intentionally feel those things, right? Like, that's kind of, you know, the stress the world puts on us with, you know, money and, you know, whatever, finances and marriage and kids and all of those things that can go wrong your default setting can be just kind of like existing and kind of like, eh, blah. But you really do have to be intentional and focused to live at that higher level. And I wonder, E, for you, I know we know you do the three o'clock in the morning thing, mm-hmm. but, but how you keep it in your conscious mind to operate at that high level. Yeah, well, I'm gonna give you two examples. One, um, Jada. Man, I love my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love Jada, bro. Jada. J- Jada is the kid, I always say, if she do something wrong, she wanted to do it. You feel me? Like, you, 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 didn't, you didn't convince Jada to do jack. She did exactly what she wanted to do when she wanted to do it. And so I, 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 you know, I look at my child, and you know, there are things that you can learn from them. So I had a, when Jada first started driving, I'll never forget, bruh. I'll never forget. I, I let her use her brother's envoy, because 
you know, Jada, little, she a little heavy, she a little heavy handed. And um, I was getting on a, this is the first time I took a private jet. So I was a little, you know, just a little anxious because I had never been on one before. And the company came, the CEO picked me up, you know, whatever. And so I was a little nervous, right? And so as we're taking off, I was nervous. And then Didi calls me and I'm like, yo, why Didi calling me? Because she know. You know what I'm saying? She know I'm on this private jet trying to do my thing. And I love Didi because Didi like a gorilla. She's like, I don't care nothing about your little private jet. Boy, I thought she might have wanted to, you know, it was a question of bills or whatever. But anyway, Didi calls me and it was a little, little frantic in her voice. I'm not used to that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what's up, D? She said, why is the police at our house? And I was like, boo, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can't help you. I'm on my way. You know, matter of fact, we taking off. Now, I'm on a private jet so I can stay on the phone to as long as that sucker go off. But we taking <laughs> off right now. I, I can't I can't help you. You know, like, are you good? She's like, yeah, I'm good. OK, Jada good. She like, yeah, she good. So you got to imagine. See, we take off. And by that time, we take off. So I don't know what's going on. So when we land, I get I pick up the phone immediately, you know, and just like, yo, boo, you what's wrong? You good? And she was like, oh, no, the police came because Jada was apparently, uh, I don't remember where Jada was, Little Caesars Pizza Pizza or something like that. And Jada backed up. And when she backed up, see, she hit somebody. And Jada just kept going. I <laughs> love it. Boom Boom just kept going. Like, <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, what? In Bruh. Bruh. And, and, look, and here's the deal about Jada, though. It was, see, but it's not one of those, like, you know, anxiety or anxious ones. It was just like, yo, it ain't that deep. I ain't tearing nothing up. I don't got time for it. I'm out. You feel me? And the police came to the crib. And it was funny because they was like, it was a hit and run. They looked her up. You know, the lady took her, you know, the license down. They came and found the crib, whatever. They didn't know it was Jada. They didn't really know what's going on. And I promise y'all to this day, I don't know how to say it because I don't want, you know, people to get the wrong idea. But Jada C was kind of like, OK, I hit her and her car, like it was her car. Like I might have given her car a little bit. And, and, Anybody dead? All right, cool. Right. Get off my face. I'm, I'm real, bro. I'm, that's, I'm, I'm telling you all the truth. And so Jada kind of had like she lives like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm already, mm. I know Chris said she too young to do the assessment, but I already got a pretty <laughs> good idea. You know what I'm saying? From a couple things uh-huh. I've noticed, I'm already feeling what her little, her little you know, assessment is going to come back as. But Jada has that thing of like, yo, you, your emergencies, your, your world crisis, your interruptions, like they not mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be cool, boo. Your car, your car got dented. My dad got insurance. It's all good. And so I, I would suggest that many of us adopt that philosophy in certain areas when it comes to stress C and just really say to ourselves like, yo, I got into a car accident. They, they not dead. I'm not dead. They, I say this all the time because I am accused of not caring. What I have to explain to people is I drive an Escalade. They make those in, in Lansing. You Right up the street is Cadillac. So when the Escalade mess up, they got another one or they know how to fix that sucker. All the parts are there. Now, you, you break your leg. That's different, Carl. You don't have right. necessarily. Yep. So, so I just try to put it in perspective like boom, boom. I just try to put it in perspective. So I look at stuff like, yo, E, you can't let that disrupt your spirit, bruh. The number four clip from 2018. 
you can't make up your own reality. You can't, you can't make up, you can't make up, well, this is what success looks like. No, success has an equation. And you gotta follow the equation. And you gotta, you, you, you gotta go, like, not only get it right, but you gotta show your work. Mm. It, it is what it is. And once you can do that, you could be successful. And so for us, we just saying. Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't run past that. No, don't run past that. Ooh, because I know they missed it. Yeah, oh, Go yeah, you got to show your you work. You got to show your work. You got to show your work, bro. No, 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 break that down, please. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, Carl, no, I, hey, you know, doggone it. You got teachers where my man would be like, I'd show my, i give my man the right answer in math, and my man, you know, it's like, that's it's cool, wrong. E, that's the right wrong, answer. Wrong, I, wrong. I, I, yeah. I ain't mad at you, that's, that's the right answer, but I don't know that you know how to do the problem. Mm. I don't know that you know how to do it. Uh. So either uh. you could have cheated, you could have guessed, but but what right. I need what I need you to do though is I need to know that you know how to do it because you're gonna be going to the eighth grade you're gonna uh -huh. be going to the ninth grade it's a test coming you you gonna be going it is Carl and it's it's, 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 it's new at some and, it, point. and it's next levels coming and if you can't do add and subtracting you can't multiply and divide then you can't do exponential then you can't get to uh, uh, geometry then you can't get to trig you can't get to calculus that you you build off of each one of them. And so he was uh, like, yo. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I had so many times, bro, I would just have somebody sitting next to me gave me the answer. <laughs> it's a whole long equation. I don't got nothing written on the paper nah. but the answer. 4x <laughs> plus y equals 36b. It's I'm like, let's go. That's it. <laughs> here go the thing. And, and here go the thing. When I didn't show my work, it was absolutely because I didn't know how to do, how it. To do yeah. it. And I got it. somebody else helped me cheat the system and try to just put the right answer on there. And I couldn't stand the teachers who was like, show your work. I used to be like, look, I ain't got to show my work. I know the answer, but I didn't know the answer. And so the only time I would put that on there is when I didn't know how to do it. And that's exactly the illustration that I'm trying to present to you today is, I could give you the answer, but if you don't show your work, I have to give you the answer every single time, and that ain't going to do you no good because they're going to find out you're a fraud eventually. No, nah, but you hey, know what? I, I don't think I've ever shared this. Yeah, I'm going to share this one real quick. Oh, no, don't lose your thought. Here no, come no, a, bi I, a biology I, I, I analogy. No, no, I, I am too... <laughs> no, no, this one, y'all going to laugh at me. I am two classes short from having a, another degree in programming, computer programming, and I went through that exact well, that what, experience. Make, what, eight degrees? Uh, I don't even know. But literally, what I would do, see is I would go to Tony Dean. Tony Dean, like, he, he the VP of uh, insurance company, yeah. and he is the, the head of this department, right. like, doing all the coding and all that. So he would sit down with me, and for him, it was fun just going back over. He'd help me with the assignments, and I would get them with him. Mm -hmm. I'd get them. Yeah. I remember going into exam, dude, and I did so terrible. I went to the teacher. This was like a midterm. I went to the teacher after, and the teacher, I would go to my man every evening after hours. He was an adjunct professor. I would meet him at the spot where he really worked after his job and sit down with my man, and he told me after a couple of weeks, like, you need to go back to the remedial classes. You don't have this. Mm. Wow. This is halfway through the semester, two classes away from having Me the degree. more common than I thought. Wow. <laughs> hey, two classes away from having wow. the degree. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm about wow. to have a computer science degree, and my man was like, yo, you don't have this. Mm. He's like, and I'm not going to pass you, so you could choose to drop the class now, or you could go through with it if you want. But he's like, you're not going to pass my class. He's like, knowing what I know about you, you're not going to pass. Wow. So I'm going to advise you to go all the way back to the I'm beginning. I, it wasn't that deep to me, I, I'm being real. I, at the time, I had to be in school to be in the country. So I was just doing another degree. But literally, I did not have it. And I went through three, four, five classes before that getting the answers, E. Getting all the answers. And now when it gets to the point where for I got the degree, I'm about to get the degree, which could potentially be the job to, you know, the job of my dreams. Again, Tony is the VP of a company right here that's doing coding. If I wanted to, I could have gotten, you know, a hookup with Tony.
if I knew how to do the job. Right, because here go the thing. Even if you get the degree and then when you go into the job market, you're going to mess it up and get fired. So I, what, what, what good am, am I, I really doing you? Yeah, what am I getting? The number three clip from 2018. E, so, so real quick, because let's make sure we get, cause get to the bottom. I hope somebody's getting some out of this. But, okay, walk the balance of, E, you're the most selfless individual I know, right? So walk the balance of, I got to go because this is what's best for me. And y'all holding me back, and y'all ain't mm. this, and I can't grow with y'all. And that just, you know, they're not bad people, right? Like, even the people you was running with, great guys, character-wise, everything. Yeah. But how do you walk that balance between I gotta do what's right for myself and then still being selfless? Because on one hand, we taught what can you do for others, help out everybody else, be a blessing to everybody, do everything for everybody else, and your blessings will come back to you. And on the other hand, you like, I got to peace out because y'all ain't helping me grow and I need to be in a better environment around some other alpha lions. Like, how do you balance that loyalty of, yo, should I stay here and be a blessing to everybody and hope my blessing come back even though they're not on my level? Or do I just leave and go run with some other... Am I making sense? I'm trying to find no, no the balance that. there yeah, because no, no, no I can see that. people yeah. saying, yo, y'all being hypocritical. On one nah. hand, you're saying, yo, stay, be a blessing, you know, help everybody else out, you know, the Christian principles that we're taught. And then the other hand, you're like, yo, you got to leave that circle and get you a new circle. It's like yeah. easy to say, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah so, here, so here, here's the deal. And I think it comes down to see at the end of the day motives. So my motive was to leave the group so that I could help the group. You understand what I'm saying? That was my motive. My, my motive was you're not helping the group right now, Eric. You need to go and get a master's degree and then eventually some skills in a particular arena and then, you know, the Ph.D. and then whatever we're doing now. So in actuality, all of my people, my community, I'm back with Doggy now. Now Doggy got a church in Orlando. And, and where is my where's where's the school district that i'm working for mm -hmm. orlando public school system west mm -hmm. palm public school system so now i'm speaking for doggett on sabbath I'm, I'm 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 getting him connected to the schools so i actually left to be better now i'm flying lee to lansing and the whole he cutting the whole church head and i'm able to pay him way more than i could pay him when we were 17 and 18 years old you feel what i'm saying and now i'm able to um, help their kids get into a major university or write a recommend, letter of recommendation or get them a job. So I never left the community to join another community. I left the community because Simba needed to leave, Carl. Like, he, mm. Simba needed to leave, bruh. Yeah. Simba had to go, bruh, because in that environment, he wasn't able to become who he needed to become. Joseph mm. had to go. But when Joseph blew up, Joseph was able to come back. Simba came back, but Simba didn't come back like Simba left. Simba came back like, okay, who want to roar on me now? Who want to who wanna, who wanna play me now? I'm ready to be king. And so I left to come back and stronger. And now here's the deal. I'm way stronger for my community. I just, I came back to Detroit and we was able to get Detroit. Hmm. I'm talking about, we was uh -huh. able to bless Detroit, bruh. I'm able to bless Huntsville now. I'm able to bless the world because I left. So some of y'all being selfish, you're leaving because you're saying they can't do nothing for me. See, this is where I love LeBron. This is where I love LeBron because LeBron could have stayed in Miami and won some more championships. He could have easily. But LeBron left 
And if he leaves Cleveland, I'm like, it don't make a difference what I think anyway. I'm not no doggone basketball guru, and I'm not even in the community of the NBA. But here's the deal. LeBron made sacrifices, came back, put the city on his back, and he won one for Cleveland. So Cleveland got a championship no matter what he does. He came home, and by going to Miami, he actually put himself in a much better position, and then he came home, and they were able to get Kyrie, and then he was able to get love and whatever else. So I'm saying see his motives. I still do what I do for others. I, I left so that I can get more so when I come home, I can contribute in a better way. And so it's not that dude that's leaving or that young lady that's leaving and they like bump my community. That's not loyal because you're only looking at what have you done for me lately. Mm -hmm. And guess what? When I got home, everybody, look, listen to me, man. I'm just going to be transparent. My pastor needs me more now than he needed me when I was ushering, see, when I was sitting people. You know what I'm saying? Like, he need me more than he ever needed me before. And now I, I got money. I got influence. I have a little power. And so I can do more for him now than I could have back in the day. So to me, I don't know if that explained it, but the motive, see, and why you bouncing, to me, is the real issue behind if you're loyal or not. The number two clip from 2018. It's no coincidence that the greats are putting in the most work. Right. You know, and right. I always, like I said, I'm, I'm going to be real. I never, like, thought, like, oh, I'm one of the greats. So I always figured the work was the great equalizer, right? But you look at the people who are the greats. Like, I don't know how many times I got to hear, like, Kobe was the first one in the gym and the last one to leave. Mike right, was right, the first one right, in the gym, right, last right, one to right. leave. And you like, yo, I'm just trying to figure out how my man on the bench, who was making 280000 how come mm -hmm. he wasn't the first one in and last one out? You know, no, and I man. really wish people could adopt that mentality. It's the same thing we talk about with, like, Jamal. Like, certified millionaire, got four companies right. making millions of dollars, yet he's the right. first one at every single conference and at every single uh -huh. VIP paying every for everything. VIP. Yeah. And you're uh -huh. like, bro, you already made millions. And it's like that what right. comes first, the chicken or the egg type thing. It's somebody out there who you making 65 grand, and you scared to put up $200 to come to an event or, or pay $150 for a life coach or whatever you need to do because you're so worried about holding on to the little bit you got. But like I said, you take a Josh or a Jamal who already ball and doing their hmm. thing in life, and yet they're still doubling down on their investment and still, you know, constantly getting better. Like, Josh shooting me books all the time. Like, yo, check out this audio book. Check out this one. Here, I bought this book. Here, take this one. I'm hmm. like, Josh, you probably the best business mind I ever met in my life. You still listening to every audio book. You still getting information on a regular basis. And we got so many people, either your point, who like they write on that fence in terms of putting it all on the line. You know, and like I said, yeah. man, one of the greatest things people always like, oh, y'all so great. You did this. I was like, man, we just put it all on the line for a long time mm -hmm. and still continue to. And so, no, I, I get what you're saying 100%. It's just frustrating to me, especially those people that have greatness in them, right? I, how do I start every presentation in the conference now? I start every single one by saying, write this down. You are the right person. Yep. Person, hey, man. I know you wasn't in there, but I started now. I'm, I'm doing my new thing. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm like, yo, you should have told me. I would have came person. in. I'll send you the video. I'll send you the video. Okay, cool. Yeah, he he <laughs> took Hollywood to come watch my presentation. <laughs> now. I just you know what I'm saying? You know what it's what like saying? Beyonce ain't got to the show till after the opener. You know what I'm saying? It's like a 30 minute break. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then he come out of his room. But <laughs> I started every one by saying, yo, write this down. You are the right person. 
Now, whether you're going to do the right things or not That's it. is on That's you. Different. But when yeah. people ask me, like, you really think everybody can be successful? I, I really do. Yeah, I, I, really I really do. Really now, do. there's a formula and a philosophy that I believe in that you have to apply to get there. But I do believe every single person has the capabilities. Why? Because I'm looking at the three individuals on this phone. And we wasn't necessarily most likely Bruh. to succeed. That's you know regular, what I mean? Like, that's regular. Yeah, I'm just saying, regular is all. Get out. Yep. Like, for I didn't even know what personal development was. I'm not even trying to be yep. funny. I'm from the Midwest. I didn't even know motivational speaking was a career. Like, I just thought, you know what I'm saying? I was always talking. I had no idea you could even, like, make money off that. That wasn't anything. Yeah, I thought they I came to school for free. Like your football yeah, I thought they came to our schools like for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so I didn't come up like that. But what I do know is I believe that every human has the capabilities, but whether they do what, what's necessary to get it done is on them. So will everybody become successful? Absolutely not. Can everybody come, become successful? I believe you can. And so it's that little bit of extra work, that little bit of extra sacrifice, that grind. And I just don't know how people get in there without a true roadmap. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the difference between somebody like, for real, E and I both lost mad weight, right? We was chunky mm. cheek and we got it off. It was at no point was E calling me like, see, did you get the magic shake I sent you where you just drink one and it fall? Like, yo, you constantly looking for oh, them I shortcuts in your life. You kind of, you <laughs> looked up a new diet fad. Right. I eat celery sticks for two days. And I'm like, nah. At the end of the day, shut your doggone mouth, stop eating so much, and get busy on the exercise tip. It's no magic formula to it. And yet we hey. still want to look for these shortcuts. And every time I see somebody with a shortcut, I promise you, they back chunky in two weeks. Why? Yeah. Because everything you do, you didn't pay the full fare for. And E, you said yeah. it before. No disrespect to people who get the uh, the stomach staple hookup or whatever it is. And, I, and I'm with it. Like, by all means, do it. And I hope it works for you. But you see a lot of people bounce back. Not saying it wasn't hard, but it's different when you got to take two years to get that weight off. You know what I'm uh -huh. saying? Like, when you got to take three years to get that weight off, as opposed to, you know, having the surgery, the lap band, whatever, not saying it's not hard. I'm not minimizing that. Don't nobody get mad at me and say I'm saying that you didn't put in the I'm, I'm praying you do get the lap band, but then I'm praying you keep it off. And I'm saying the sacrifice of what you had to go through, I'm hoping is enough for you to actually keep it off. And I, I just find a lot of times people try to use them shortcuts and at the end of the day, you're willing to give it up because you didn't put in that 124. Man, we put in so much for this life, <laughs> for this lifestyle. We sacrificed so much. I didn't, man, I was telling them, I, I kind of forgot about it. I remember borrowing $500 from my mom to pay our rent years after I had a master's degree. Like, I remember that. Like, it still sits with me. So I'm just telling you, when you put in that full fare, it's something about it that not only does it allow you to get to it, it's also what's going to allow you to keep it. And the number one clip of 2018 is, let's break down what is ego to you, what is pride to you, and is an ego altogether a bad thing? And how, if we have that ego or that inflated sense of self, whatever, how do we lose that in order to get the proper feedback? Um, and then I will, we'll go from there because I got other questions. Yeah, too. and I, and 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 I remind the people our Sunday call. Uh, I don't know if it's free anymore. I don't. I want to be cautious of what I say. No, but that's, I, that's, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> it ain't okay. free. All right. All right. Hey, I didn't you know. can sign I didn't, up. I know it started off for a small free. fee, yeah. but you're talking to okay, ET every right. Sunday. We'll put it like that. Okay. All right. Well, guys, I have something very powerful that I want to share with you, and I've been like these calls. I have been very intentional and deliberate about giving you like stuff that I feel like you can use immediately. And that's very, very transparent stuff. So not some that, uh, and it's no disrespect to those of us, you know, who read, 
but I'm not reading something and then taking that and regurgitating it and trying to make it deeper. I'm giving you just flat out new, transparent, real stuff that I think as I, as C talks about reverse engineering, that I'm in that space. So I got some stuff I want to share with you. I'm going to talk about a little bit of it now, but really go into depth on Sunday. And I, and I, and, and I don't know, see, the difference between the ego and the pride. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really that uh, good in terms well, let me look of, you it know, up. like you scientific talking, stuff. I get the but, definition going in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I will say I don't this, want to though. either. Yeah. No, no, I don't know what it is, but I will here, say. let me say, I got it right I, here. Oh, okay, um, go for it, yeah. Uh, uh, so the ego is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that would be. I yeah, guess that good. would be the. I guess that good. in itself doesn't doesn't necessarily no, no, have I can, to be bad. Yeah, we could work with that. I, so I think I, it maybe inflated would, ego. Okay, got you. So that, <laughs> right, was, right, right. that was ego, <laughs> right. right? That was ego. Let me yeah. get you pride real quick. Hold on. Let me get you pride real quick. I got it. Um, pride is a feeling or deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. Okay, go for it. Yeah, so then I just think, see, what I would add to one of those definitions is the part of you that is not necessarily willing to grow. You know, it's kind of what people say in these books, fixed mindset versus growth mindset. And I see more as the inflated ego as the one that is kind of already fixed. Like, you're not necessarily asking me a question because you really want to know the answer. It's kind of rhetorical. Like, you're just asking it because you're hoping I'm going to say what you were thinking. Right. You feel me? Um, or just you know, affirm you. You're just looking for yeah, affirmation right. yeah. from me. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right, whatever that was. Because you cared about what? my opinion real strong till I told you the wrong one. The wrong thing. Right, what you didn't want to hear. you didn't want to hear. So I don't even know... We got to be cautious about what is that, though? What, what is that, and what's the benefit of that? You know, what's the benefit of having somebody affirm you? Like, what is, at the end of the day, what is that? Like, what do we need that for? And if it's something that is, you know, beneficial, okay, I guess it's cool. But I think when you go into constructive criticism and you go into growth, you should want to hear something that you hadn't heard before because there's no way to grow if you're not going to do something different. Now, I do want to be honest and say this that I think what happens is you get so personally caught up into the efforts you put forth, the work you put forth. Like, it's a lot, man. When I sit there and, you know, have to do a term paper and I understand it the way I understand it, I'm pouring out my heart, I'm getting, I'm getting up, you know, and spending a whole day writing something. Let's just talk about my book, for instance. So I'm pouring everything I got into this book and then CJ takes it and says, this ain't right. You know, you need to switch this up right here because I don't understand what you're saying, E. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to use, not use choice words here, but I'm like, <laughs> what in the devil? You know, because now it's gone from constructive criticism to my personal feelings. And somehow when C critiqued my work, I wasn't able to, what's the way I'm looking for it? Divide, okay, the CJ that's saying, yo, E, I'm not trying to disrespect your work. Like, this is your story. I'm not saying that it's not valuable. You know, I'm not saying that people are not going to be able to take this story and 
change their lives because I know that's what you're trying to do. But what I'm saying to you is that the way it is written, I don't understand it. So I get this, like, I, I, I know you, E. I know what you're trying to say. You were living in abandoned buildings. You were eating out your, I get it. But the way you're going about saying it, if I am a reader, I don't, I don't see that. I, it, it, I don't, what's the, what, you're not making the connection. So what I have to be able to do, which a lot of people aren't able to do, is I had to get to the point and say, okay, don't lie, E, you hurt, bro, flat out. Because a part of me see want to go like, yo, I ain't hurt. But no, you're hurt. And what am I hurt by? <laughs> Not necessarily the words that you said right. when I was writing the book, but the, the fact that I was hoping that what I saw in my mind and what I gave you was complete. <laughs> like, it's it. Because to be honest with you, I don't got no more. Now, I do, but I don't know that I do, you know? And so, see, like, yo, E, I'm not, look, bro, I promise you, I get where you're going, but if you keep it like you wrote it, you're really going to be pissed because people aren't going to take it like that, and then they're going to be critiquing you, and you're really going to be mad when they start critiquing you. You think you think you hurt because I'm critiquing <laughs> you. You ain't, you ain't seen hurt till they start critiquing you, and they go online, and they start jabbing at you because you didn't write it right. So then I had to sit back and go, all right, this is where, and please get on a call Sunday. I had to go with, all right, here's where the truth is important. Just go admit it, E. You hurt, bruh. Your feelings is hurt, all right? Your feelings is hurt. Now, what you need to do a better job of, and the reason why you went to see, is because you know you think so fast. You know what I'm saying? And you think like, I think like 50 miles ahead of where everybody else is, right? And sometimes I get frustrated because my mind is such a beautiful mind. And if you leave me alone and you let you let me get on stage and you just let me do my thing, I'm gonna murder it. But when it comes to writing, writing doesn't work like speaking works. You feel me? Writing is a different thing. So with writing, you have to be so doggone linear when it comes to writing. And see what it's like. You went from A to doggone L, then you came back to F, and then you went to W. I'm just telling you, E, it ain't going to work. And I had to just be honest and say, like, yo, E, you do do that? That doesn't make you a bad person, like CJ just said. Right. That doesn't make mm. you a bad person. Right. It just means that when it comes to writing, that's not your strength. So you're going to have to slow down. You're going to have to do it differently. All right, so I'm going to write this for you, E. This is how it should have been. Then, if you're not really confident, confident in yourself, <laughs> you could go with, Oh, okay, so like C said, oh, so you write better than like, so you gonna tell my story better than me? Like you could go there. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna tell your story better than you. But what I am is gonna help you with, I'm gonna help you tell your story though. That's what I am gonna do. That I'm going to take responsibility to help you write it in a way where people can understand it. You feel and me? He, so I yeah. said just real quick, that's the part that I think most people miss. Like you are still thinking about it from your perspective. Absolutely. You bring it to, to whoever you get a critique from. You're coming with all your perspective. And then let, here's the kicker, y'all. It's not for you. 
I'm not right. sure where you got the idea from, but if you're doing any kind of product, well, any kind of service, it. <laughs> it is not for you. If you writing it though, if you writing it, it's like your teacher got to grade it. So you got to think about her perspective. If you're writing the yeah. book, people got to yeah. read it. So the the best thing to do is get yeah, that's as so many. True, bro. You think about if you was making food for somebody, like it ain't in for the whole you. room, like oh man, this ain't that good. You like y'all crazy. It's fire. It's like, uh, bro, <laughs> you, you made it. I don't know us. what you want me to tell you, right? It's it's yeah. not for you. So I'm just saying, yeah. like, how many times we get caught? I, I laugh. Like the first time, and y'all tell me if I'm crazy, but the first time I heard my voice recorded, I'm like, holy Terrible. crap! Like, I, I, I hate, I hate that sound. I right hate now, I that hate sound, bro. <laughs> but <laughs> but you don't even know that that's what you sound like to people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All along, you're just hearing it in your head, and it sounds normal because that's all you heard your whole life. But other people are hearing it a whole different way because they're not in your head. Like, it's a whole different experience. So, uh, remind, reminder, flash alert, whatever you need to get done, it is not for you. Shout out to Organify. Shout out to everybody out there listening. Go leave us a review on iTunes, man. We love you. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.